0: We're back to the episode of the MDM Podcast, and the Nets have beaten the Lakers. Trevor, we've waited for this day for months. We've hyped it up. We were ready last night. And what happens? The Brooklyn Nets, on their four-game winning streak, go into the Staples Center, into your home. Obliterate. I don't care if it was 11 points or 9 points, whatever it was. Obliterate. Uh, outplay the Lakers in every facet of the game. The Brooklyn Nets right. beat. The Los Angeles Lakers. How do you do today, Trevor?
1: Well, I, I I would say this. I would say it's a good win. Again, they shot around fifty percent. I don't have the exact number in front of me. Um it felt more like eighty. <laughs> <you ask me. laughs> oh yes I, it I, I don't know where you felt, but I felt like more 80. But I think uh you got ten minutes too, no A D and Schroeder was ruled out forty minutes. Oh,
0: excuses, before. excuses, but excuses. I, oh saying, no,
1: so I'm just saying, you gotta take that into account. And there was no Katie, so there's I'm no really, Kevin
0: Durant. You gotta make that. You gotta mention that so too. Really,
1: so I really hope when we have a rematch in your house, I really hope everybody's 100, percent and we could we can really see what if both teams 100 percent what they can really do. And I think it would be a, I think it would be a really close right. game if and, they're both 100.
0: And that's gonna be the second half, which means the Nets are gonna have fans in Barclays. You yes,
1: know, and and I, and I thought last night, you know, I thought having no fans at Staples Center didn't make a difference.
0: No, it didn't. There was still, like, an intense feeling when you watched the game, right?
1: Yeah, but, you know, always with no fans, you know, it's always... Fans Fans on the court side definitely would have made a difference.
0: Yes. I, I agree. But watching this game from home, fans or no fans, to me, it had a playoff atmosphere. I don't know about you. Maybe the you, would just seemed like a regular, old, regular season game. But... This felt like a chance for the Brooklyn Nets to go on national television, which they're doing a lot more this year, and prove that they could beat the world champs, and they did. And actually, they held them to less than 100
1: points. They did, and uh, I think the thing for the Nets is, you know, I think this harden Kyrie thing is working out good. It is, it is.
0: And listen, I will admit when I am wrong, James Harden has played his ass off since coming here. And yes, I know that the trade and... the trade isn't great yet. They gotta win a championship first. But he's come here and done only good things. Go ahead.
1: And I would say they play really well. Um I would still I, I would still say the concerning thing is though. I understand it's been better in the last couple of games, you know, the defense, I think, is gonna be the looming thing mm-hmm. as you head into the playoffs. Well your your defense then are you talking about the Lakers defense? No, no the next defense. Yeah, it looks good. But it did, it did look yeah. good. But you know, now you gotta you know, you can't just put it together for four <laughs> games. You got to start building on it and, you know, moving it on to events. And I would say the other thing, too, is if you're coming from a Lakers standpoint, you know, I thought the Lakers' defense, you know, despite the three point I don't think it was horrible as the stats wasn't said. terrible.
0: It wasn't terrible at all. Listen, look at the game. They only scored 109 points. And on a yeah, regular night, the Lakers usually win those kind of games.
1: Yeah, and I would say this, too, you know, all those inside shots and driving dual penetration with no AD, yeah, that certainly made a difference without him in the game. Right. No, you're right. You know, I, I, I would really want to see, you know, if AD was really in that game with the Nets and really made oh, yeah. all those threes.
0: Yeah, well, dude, it makes a huge difference. Because when you look at the way the Nets won this game, whether it was the Lakers' fault or it was meant the Nets' defa- de- defense here, excuse me, Lakers are 27% from three. That doesn't happen. No, you think it's a problem with AD? That's fine. I will tell you this: Washington Lakers, they are not the same team without Anthony Davis. I'm sorry, they are not the same team whatsoever.
1: And and that, and that is to be expected. You know, you're taking an All Star off the court. Yes. And good. And you had to. And you had to admit this too. You you also took out last night, and I'm not saying this as an excuse. It's just the fact another guy who scores averages around 20 points this season. That's you know, Schroeder. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points missing. It
0: was a lot of points missing, and. If the Lakers shoot a little bit better, if they let's let's say they shoot like thirty-five percent, still not great, but let's say they do that, they probably win this game. Because you yeah, look, they, look look what the Nets did. There was no outlier when it yeah, came to and, scoring. Yeah,
1: and you had to remember to shoot in the middle of the third quarter. This was a ten-point game. This was a ball game. This was right. not a. It, it it went
0: back and forth. At times yeah. it seemed like the Nets were up twenty, and the Lakers would chip away, and then the Nets would make the lead even bigger. I don't think there was a point in this game where where the Lakers led, maybe except for like the first five or six minutes of the yeah. game.
1: Yeah, but the only thing is, you know, a lot of people are saying is a It wasn't like the Nets were up by forty for the whole game. It no, they was, weren't. It was a, I think it was at one point in third quarter a single digit game. Yes, exactly. So it was you know it was a pretty close, uh, you know, not really close, but it was a it wasn't a. Uh, Went out of the building game.
0: No, it wasn't. And I say it because, like I said before, the Nets didn't have, like, a number one score. They had a number one score, obviously. But it wasn't like when, when James Harden scores 40 and everyone else has 25 and compliments him. No. Leading scorer was Harden, as usual, had 23. Then Joe Harris, 21. I'll get Joe Harris in a second. And then TLC off the bench put up 15. I was watching yeah. TLC shoot. Him and Tyler Johnson off the bench, they were shooting great. And for as for Joe Harris... We don't talk enough about him. We really don't. He went six for seven from deep, and whenever they need a three, he's there because he is the cl- one of the most clutch players on the team. And whenever you need a clutch three, he's there to shoot it. And seven of, or six of seven last night. He, I'm sorry, he's my favorite player. He's one of the best players on the team right now. Yeah, I, I, I
1: would, uh, I would agree. You know, he had a really good game uh, last night, and you know, he was hot. I would say there was no question about it, and I, I, I think. The, the thing going forward is for the Nets is, I think there's two things. I think the defense is still a, somewhat of a question mark, but they'll get better. Um, I think the other thing is going to be, too, is is that it's a getting, it's a – I understand you got tremendous shooters. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. But when you start relying on the three every night, that gets a little bit dangerous.
0: Right. No, you're right. Listen, I don't know what the deal was, but – Listen, if you shoot, you shoot fifty percent from three. It's, it's, it's whatever. It's not gonna happen every night. I don't know if you said that before. You said it before we came on, you're not gonna shoot fifty for three every night. But if you can climb up the the regular shooting percentage, so you got to get that somewhere in the fifties, then you'll be fine. I do
1: think it's a lot to do with Kevin Durant not being in the lineup. Yeah, I do too. And you know, we talk about fifty percent shooting every day. You know, the Lakers they haven't been shooting the three ball that bad this season. You know, last night they just, you know, for example, we talked about three point shooting. They just had an off night from three.
0: You're right. I got a question for you. What was LeBron doing sitting on the bench in the third quarter when they were when it was a single-digit game? Why wasn't well, he out on the
1: court? Well, I think you have to remember this, too. And I think, you know, I think he should have been on the court, but I, I can make the case for this. For him, these I don't want to say for him the regular season games don't matter, but they're not as pressing as a, as you understand what I'm trying to say? But I think he should have been out there, if you ask me. But I can make the case for why he wasn't. I can make the case why he was
0: because oh, easily last night he was the best player on the court, and there were there really wasn't anyone close. You could say Kuzma, he was fine, but you cannot look at look at the game there was no one there that was with LeBron, and this is not a knock oh. at LeBron, but he has trouble when he's not surrounded by talent. You yeah, can't you tell know, me right now that the Lakers are the same team without a d than when they were
1: oh well, I completely agree they're they're much you know they are not the same team um Look, you know, you put up you know, you had a, a good game last night, you know, thirty four points is you know exactly anybody puts that but up who was he, next. Yeah, uh, that, that that that's the problem right now, you know. And I think you know, you took out you took out Schroeder where it was another help. Yes. That, that doesn't help. Yes. Um like Harold had a decent game. Uh but when you when you have thirty of your ninety something points, you're not gonna have too many other scores that scored a lot.
0: No, he literally but, scored a third of the points, right?
1: Yeah, and well, I I thought LeBron was the best player on both sides last night, individually. Besides from three-point shooting, you talk about driving the basketball. He was the best out yeah. there last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, th- I think the thing going forward is, you know, for shooter, you know, luckily it's not an injury. I- I- I'd rather take the health and safety protocol with COVID than the injury. Right. Because I know with that, it's a set timeline back and you can't re-aggravate COVID again. Well, yeah. So I'd rather take that, you know. It's unfortunate he had to miss the game, but the health comes first.
0: So. To you, and this is for everyone, but it's just another regular season game, and it it come playoff time, maybe we'll see these two teams again.
1: Maybe, 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 maybe in June. Um, definitely in today. the second half, though. Yes, we'll definitely see them in the second half. You know, what I would I say, you know, I would say by the time if they play each other in the finals, I would say that both of them would be a much different teams if they play.
0: Yes, hopefully healthier right. too. I would listen. I I appreciate the win, but I would love to see AD out there for the Lakers. And Kevin Durant from yeah. the Nets. It would have been nice to see I, a, full, a, a fully healthy see, team.
1: I would love to see Durant on the Nets, too. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been, you know, would have been, you know, all-star power, and you know, it's unfortunate it didn't happen. Right. That's, that's the way it goes. And hopefully, when we don't have the second half of the schedule yet, so we can't tell you what date. I just but, saw uh, something
0: from Woj that they're I, – I, let me see the tweet. There was a tweet that came out, like, as we started up on when we might see the second-half schedule. I'm going to browse through this article while we do the show. Uh, Hold on. I'll read this to you. The NBA wow. is expected to share with teams or draft of the league's second-half schedule as early as this weekend or next week. So, so
1: that's good. So we're we're going to see be getting the uh, Yeah. Yeah. And to, to just go off the point, and I think this happens with a lot of big games when teams play each other, I I think off of one game when two, you know, I don't know what, title contenders face off, I think you get a lot of overreaction from just one game.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you know where you get it from, right? You know where the overreaction comes from.
1: Yeah, you know. You I know. Think you get it from you get it from your friends too. I just think. You know. Oh, that
0: yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. No, and, I understand yeah. You
1: know, you got you got to take a look at the. Uh, you know, it's one game, and you got to take a look at the circumstances that were out there.
0: Right. So the Nets are in action on Sunday against the Clippers. What's the Lakers next game?
1: Uh, Lakers are a Saturday ABC Finals uh, rematch home to the
0: Heat. There you go. That's probably. Well, Heat looked good though, but that's that's probably win. All right. Anything yeah, well, else on on the NBA and Lakers Nets from last night?
1: I would say the only thing for the Lakers is that I do not have an update on Short yet. So I can't tell you if he's in or out uh, for Saturday. Right, and I, 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 would assume he, I would assume he would be out, right. but I can't.
0: Well, we are hoping that it's not COVID. Hopefully, we'll around someone with it, and he will be back out there pretty soon.
1: Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and one more thing to touch on the, uh, yep. the NBA, uh, the all-star thing. What are the you know, Uh Well, the, again— if you want to tell me just to have voting just for the contracts, I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Right. Um, But just to, I'm talking about all star voting at the game. Yeah. Um, You know, to have LeBron James make it 17 years in a row now, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, some of it's just because his name is LeBron James. But, but if you look at his stats, he legitimately deserves to be an all star on every single one of those seasons. I agree. So No more here the for me. Right. I think it shows you right there how you know that's
0: greatness. Yeah, yeah, this is fine. No, no argument from me there. My problem is, I saw what's his face. I saw Silver go on the jump yeah. the other day and say and try and justify why he's ha- why he's having an All Star game when the mayor of Atlanta doesn't even want to have one. There's one people there.
1: Yeah, and you know, sure. I would have, you know, if you would have came up with a compromise, Adam Silver would have said, "Hey, we're gonna have voting for the contracts mm-hmm. just to say here's an All Star team mm-hmm. and all that." But we're gonna have no game. I would be fine with that. Me too. I think the players will be fine with that too. Yeah, truthfully, truthfully, I, truthfully, I didn't really want any Lakers to make the All Star game. I'm sure you think of this. I'm sure you didn't want oh, any. I Nets got, to make I got two All-Star. of
0: them. I got two of them right now.
1: And we'll yeah, see. I, sure I think didn't. we
0: get tonight. We'll see what Harden have. We'll, I think Harden will make the reserve team. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure you, Joe. I'm sure you didn't want any next no, to make it either. I didn't. And I, I want to make this clear right now, Trevor. I will not be watching the All Star game. Uh I'm gonna be protesting well, the All Star game.
1: I will see what's on the schedule. I'm sure you know, sure it might be a Canuck game or something like that to watch instead.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I will not be I will not be tolerating the NBA All Star Game because it's it's not worth it. It is, it's, normally, it makes no and normally, sense.
1: And normally, I love All Star games. Me
0: too, me too. But a year like this, it makes no sense. So yeah, I will I I, I, no I will sense. be boycotting the
1: NBA All Star Game. And I believe Atlanta says there's going to be no fans for the All Star Game either, right? Yes, the
0: yeah, but they, but that was the plan was to have fans there. Because it's Atlanta, they're a little more but, open than
1: other states, but, but... But the mayor overruled the... Yes. You see, you can't go by this. See, for this thing, you cannot go by the... You can go by the states, but it's really inner city areas need to go by a little bit more because they kind of in their own jurisdictions. The exactly. states are open. Exactly.
0: But hey, you know what? Next Tuesday, uh, Nets, Kings, and I think Knicks Cavs, or Knicks Pacers fans at the,
1: the respective arenas. Yes, we're talking about ten percent, right?
0: Yes, that's where we're starting with. I saw that, and I I don't I can't fact check because I didn't really look into it. I heard the Nets were 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 price gouging something.
1: I wouldn't I like four hundred dollars
0: for that. upper deck tickets, and the Knicks weren't doing that. I I saw you know, I, that's uh, only I, it's only speculation. I didn't actually look. that
1: Well, one. yeah, take a look at this, and uh, and uh, I don't think price gouging is good, but obviously. The Nets tickets are going to be a little bit. First of mm-hmm. all, it's going to be higher because it's less capacity. Yes. Second of all, the Nets tickets are going to be higher. Nets, Nets gonna be higher because you have to take a look who's on the team. You know, for the Knicks. Yeah, it's the brand of the Knicks, but they're, not, they're okay this year. But four hundred dollars you know, for, for Upper Level. I I'm, I'm, I say price gouging is no I'm just telling you, this would be in a normal year too, anyway. Mm-hmm. Nets tickets are going to be higher, even if it was a normal year, because of who's on the team. Right.
0: And that second half Laker game when we're when they're at Barclays. That place's still gonna be half Laker fans.
1: Oh, well I'm sorry, the Nets I did there, not fill out that arena. Hey, I I yeah, I was there when it was the start of the season, it was an early game. I think both teams came in 0 6. They were both really bad that year. And I think it was was that Kobe's last season? I think it was it was next to last season. And I gotta tell you, I thought I was gonna be I thought Lakers fans traveled well, so I thought I would have some Lakers fans with me. I had to say, I think it might have been at least <laughs> half, maybe more Laker fans in the building.
0: It was Laker Nation.
1: Yeah, you know, they travel really well. Good, good for you guys. But, yeah, but, but, you but, know,
0: anyone but, can fill up Barclays if it's not the Nets.
1: That's kind of piss poor uh, home field, home court advantage.
0: Actually. Weird, we got like 415 fans. I'm happy to be one uh, of them.
1: Yeah, and you have to admit, too, I, I think MetLife Stadium is not that great of a home field advantage either.
0: Yeah. Uh... I don't think it's a good of a home home like home field advantage because it's not a good stadium. It's a dump.
1: It doesn't look well, nice. Well, I think the, I think the other thing too is you know you have a lot of Eagles and Cowboys fans that travel to the game.
0: Well, football as a whole has more national fans than I think most of the sports. Like New York, you would find a Cowboy fans, you find a lot of Dolphin fans. I know a couple football they wore the Redskins football team fan like they're all over the place. Like there's a lot of yeah, different
1: the, things. The other thing I see too is when I when I go to Giant Games. When the Bears and Packers play, you always see a lot of old time yes. Bears and Packers fans. Yeah.
0: The, Packers, uh, the 49ers, too. I always get some Niners fans.
1: T- 49ers, too. Uh, you will see a lot of old time old 49ers fans. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think what else to say. You the, will see the... a couple of all time Dolphin fans, you will see. Yes,
0: I see the Dolphins. Sometime... Last year, the, the Raiders came to town to play the Jets. There were a lot of Raider fans there. Raider Nation yeah, travels. Always...
1: Raider Nation always travels.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything else on basketball? No. All right. So two things on base, uh, three things on baseball actually. The Mets signed Taiwan Walker, Taiwan Walker, this morning, for two years, twenty million. And for the past couple of weeks, we both agreed that the Mets needed another starter. So he is gonna now sit at the back end of that rotation. And off the bat, what are your thoughts on the on the on the deal?
1: Well, I thought it was a good signing. You know, I don't see the Mets making any more free agent signings. I think they're done. I agree.
0: Maybe like small I think ones, but done. I think they're done. Yeah.
1: Um. But you know. I think that shows. I think that lessens the question mark in the rotation a little bit. It it,
0: was, it what it does is I, it it takes Shelby Lucchesi out of the out of the rotation rather, because with the rotation right now you have the Grom Carrasco two, Strowman three. I assume Walker will be the fourth guy and five will be Peterson, and then Lucchesi yeah. and Yamamoto will be the long relievers in the bullpen. That's my guess. Well.
1: And when Senegal comes back, somebody else is going to get booted, too. Well, when is Senegal coming back? I heard May or June, right? I, I heard
0: June. Okay, okay, so then it'll probably be—it maybe it depends who's doing bad. It could be Peterson. Maybe it's—I I don't know. Maybe Stroman doesn't have a bounce back here. It's yeah, some, well, someone along yeah, those
1: lines. You know, we will see what happens for the Mets. But we I think—I'm curious to see what the Mets do this year because, you know, the Mets' team has been for the last couple of years is that the roster is— Underperform their talent. Well, it's funny
0: you say that because the over/unders came out today or yesterday. Did you see any of them? Uh, on Fanduel. Not on Fanduel. This is from I'm on DraftKings King, right now. But I saw William Hill was the first one to have him out.
1: Let's see. Does Fanduel have him out yeah, I Fanduel do... does. No. I looked. Do I'm not. sure in the next couple days they.
0: Went. Yes, but in... I saw
1: the do- I saw the Dodgers at 104. That's the only one I saw.
0: Dodge I have Dodgers at 101 and a half on this one.
1: Oh, I think I saw Vegas. Oh,
0: well. See these? I, I, I wait for FanDuel because I always go by FanDuel. But, yeah. you know, I always stick by them, but if we go by this Mets right now, ninety and a half. What would you say?
1: Man, ninety and a half.
0: Wow. This isn't official. Like... We're gonna do our our regular unders like the 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 last year before the season, but all, like early predictions. What do you think? Wow.
1: Man, they gave a good number. That is I mean, a really I, good number, right? <laughs> I I I th- I I think the, uh, right now early predictions and I haven't took deep dive with the last year. I'll do that. Yeah. Um I would say they're going to be right at 90, Now 91, 90, 89, 92, right around that area. I got to tell you, I probably so it, go
0: under. Uh,
1: yeah, it's tough. It's It's, really it's tough.
0: that's a perfect number though. They're going to be right around 90.
1: Yeah.
0: I could wow. you can make it say 89, 91, 92, 88. I'm, but I'm going to Maybe 90 on the dot, so I'll say under. That's a really good yeah, yeah. number, though.
1: That is real. That might be the best number I've seen so far. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, so get- the Yankees? The Yankees right now are 95.5. I'd take the over on that.
1: That's another good number they put up.
0: The Yankees win 100 games every year, though. I'd take the over.
1: Uh, For example, you know, the key is that rotation. You got to buy on a uh, bounce back know. here. Yeah, you know, maybe 97, 98, I would say, so I would take the over.
0: And then the Dodgers right now are and a half. I'd probably go over there, too. Yeah,
1: Vegas at 104. That's a little
0: ridiculous. You That was from Vegas, you said?
1: Yeah, yeah that was from uh, which book? One of the – William Hill? Uh, no, not William Hill. Caesars.
0: Caesars, okay. I'm trying to see some other ones. What's the lowest right now? Pirates at fifty nine and a half. Uh, what else here? They have the they have the A's better than the Astros. I don't agree with that. Hmm. The Rays at eighty five. That
1: seems a lot.
0: Twins at eighty is looking for cool ones. White Sox ninety one and a half. Padres at ninety four and a half.
1: You know what? Dodgers Padres games are gonna be like epic. uh...
0: They are. It'll be fun. The good pitching matchups too.
1: Holy cow! Like if they played yeah. a three
0: game series, you got. Bueller, Kershaw, Bauer on one side, and what do you go? Snell, Lamet, and Darvish.
1: Hey, uh, that's gonna be awesome. Joe, are you feeling the Padres fever this year?
0: Uh, I don't know, cause I love the Dodgers still. It's really hard to go into the Dodgers right now. I still probably think they win a the division, but the 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 Padres are gonna be right there with them. They'd be poking at their back the whole entire time. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I think you're you're right. Do you think they can climb the mountain to win the di- the division? Yeah, it's possible, but I don't think so. I still think the Dodgers are the best team in the league, and they'll take it not easily. But in the, because, like I said, the Padres are going to be right there with them all year. But <clears throat> excuse me, I think the Dodgers are still on top. Do you think the you think the Padres? You think it'll be a final weekend uh, decision? No, but dog days of summer will be nice. I can see the Padres sitting like five, five and a half back mid-August.
1: Is that crazy to say? No, I, jeez, I, uh, I think it's gonna be, you know, wow, I, you know, if Padres Dodgers was good last year, imagine what this year is gonna be. You're right. I'm just, saying, I, wow. I, I'm so
0: looking forward to the pitching duels, the pitching matchups, and the offenses are great too. But Bueller,
1: Kershaw, Bauer, dude, I'm, I'm pumped up for that. And this is why Manny Machado, they got him to San Diego because of this.
0: Is, but is it the year that the that the, the, the Padres take down the Dodgers? I, I don't think so. Is it one year away, maybe? No, because here, the Dodgers have to get worse. The, the Padres still aren't a better team than the Dodgers. Padres are a great team, though. They're just but in the could, wrong division right now.
1: But could it be because of, could the Dodgers have a, you know, championship, you know... It could. It could, but I don't, I don't see it happening. To... May, may, well, the only thing I can say, maybe a hangover to start the season if the maybe. Padres get out to a hot start.
0: Maybe. Maybe. We'll see about that, though. And we'll give our full predictions last week of March for the season starts. Right. Yes. Uh, I, I... am. Am I getting... Uh... Okay, that's not breaking news. So, so. Carry on. Carry I on. I love Joe, breaking carry. news during the show. Especially when you tell it, because it's, it's so, like, dramatic. And you got, oh, breaking news! I did not get breaking news, though. False alarm. Okay, well, I know something that that's going to upset you, and I don't. I don't really have a problem with it. It was that Aaron Boone gave Clint Frazier the left field starting God, job on a, on day one in camp. I don't have a problem with it. He's the he's the left fielder right now. I have a problem with it. Why? Off the Why? Bat. Why? Because let them battle it out in camp. There's nothing to battle out. You're not giving the job to 31 year old Mike Talkman over 26 year old Clint Frazier that oh, hyped oh, it up for three years.
1: I wasn't. There. But lost. I wasn't giving the job to talk. But anyway, who was so it going to? I would have given. It, I would have let Bruce and Frazier battle. Let's see it would have won. Yeah, but let's see Bruce has to get on the forty man roster. Well, you know, don't make room. You know, like everybody else, don't make room. I
0: don't. But I'm not giving the job to Gene Bruce over Clint Frazier.
1: Well, I, I would say, you know, let them battle it out. No, walk- Clint,
0: Fra- Clint Frazier has to be your starting left field leader. He's been hyped up for three years, a former top prospect, never gets playing time, and you cannot give me the excuse that Jay Bruce is going to take playing time away from Clint Frazier. I can't. I, that's acidine.
1: Well, you know, I really hope in the middle of the season they trade him for a pitcher. Who, Frazier? <laughs> yeah. If, if Listen,
0: the only way they would get rid of Frazier if they saw Michael Brantley. Trade him for a pitcher. Why? What if pitcher you said, wants, hold, hold, who hold wants him? So he hasn't done anything yet.
1: If I told you that Luis Castillo to get the trade done, they would have to trade Clint Frazier. Would you take Th- that? Don't you
0: say they would have already done that if that, if that was the deal? It.
1: I'm just asking you a question. <laughs> if the Reds are really out of it, would you say yes to that? Yes, I would. It also, they, they, actually, they, hold
0: up. It would depend on how Talkman's doing.
1: Uh, if Talkman is batting, I don't know, 250-260. No. No, how bad is the rotation? Well, you know, uh, let's just say, you know, see when, Severino... when when you
0: when you give the examples in the regular season, there's a lot of the, a lot of factors that have to go into well, it. Well,
1: Kluber is doing good. Talan is not doing good, and Severino is still injured.
0: Hmm. I see. The, these are such technicality questions. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm fan, you
1: gotta think. You gotta think about these things. You
0: don't have to. I'm not thinking about July thirty first right now. I'm thinking about God. spring training, warm weather, getting the snow off my ground. I don't want to be thinking what? about trading That's Clint gonna Frazier. A
1: while.
0: Yeah, I know it's gonna take a while. You're right. But why do I have to? Why do I have to trade Clint Frazier Like I have to my left fielder. You
1: see, this is what I do in my free
0: time. <laughs> this is this. These are the crazy ideas Trevor comes up with, like you trading with Clint some crazy Frazier. too. Like, oh, hey. Like Darnold to the Bears,
1: me. yeah, like that. <laughs> but but anyway, you know, I would have let them battle out out in camp. But you know, I, if if you want to give it to Fraser, I guess, but you know, man, that attitude, man, is a real problem. What attitude? He's been fine. What attitude? Oh, you know, you better not send him down. Then he'll give you an attitude.
0: You shouldn't have an attitude uh, problem with Frazier. You have a problem with Harmon. I have a problem with him too. This guy's causing so much trouble. Did you see the news today, Joe?
1: Yeah, Joe, I told you, I saw a bit of the news. I told you to cut him last year. You did.
0: And you also Nobody said listened. that he, he would be causing problems, he'd be a distraction.
1: Yeah. And I what mean, do you I know?
0: First that, day camp, he's a distraction.
1: Yeah, and Joe was like, oh, you know, that's not going to happen. I told you it was going to happen.
0: They got to do it now, you though.
1: Did, but Joe, you, you did not think that was going to happen.
0: No, I didn't. Well, it still hasn't happened.
1: But, you know, it's, it's getting there.
0: But yesterday, this guy comes out and who was the reporter? I don't know who the reporter was, but they asked Clint Frazier his opinion on it. And, Fra- and uh, did I say Frazier? I meant Britain. And Zach Britton, basically, he basically told you he didn't want to play with him. So why have this guy on the roster if the teams if the teams don't want to play with him? And Zach Britton, he's a representative of the Players Association, so chances are he represents most of the players in the Yankees. So if that's the case, why would you keep this guy in the locker room?
1: Well, first of all, if he's got, guys got talent, and he, I guess you want to play with him. But
0: who wants to play with a guy who's causing issues? He's causing too many issues. He's causing issues. He's dividing the locker room. No one seems to like him. And they can't even defend him when reported. So Aaron Boone told the me media to, he's going to try and get Herman to to talk to the team, which is ridiculous. That's going to start more fires. And the other day, Herman was playing jokes on his Instagram, deleting everything telling everyone goodbye, it's just, it's too much. Why keep the guy on your team? Just cut him. Get this guy out of here. <laughs> you heard the man. Get rid of him.
1: Out of here, now.
0: There you go. You tell him, Trevor. Call well, cash. You, you,
1: you, well, you, you know, Joe, I, I am never a big fan of, you know, distractions and dividing locker rooms. Do you like bat flips? Eh, <laughs> you know, as long as they're not, you know... In your face, I'm okay
0: with it. Like, you remember what Tadis did last year on the three O count in the twelve nothing game?
1: Yeah, I wasn't a fan. No, no, <laughs> no.
0: I see. Here's my problem. You make fun of me for not liking the DH because I'm an old guy, but you don't like flips. Yeah, I'm, I'm old like that too.
1: I'm not a big fan
0: of that. No. So, so you don't like the DH? Well, I didn't say that either. I'm <laughs>
1: kind of, I'm kind of in the middle.
0: So you're a middle-aged man.
1: Oh well, no! Kind of like I like the new generation, some new generation stuff, but some old generation what
0: stuff. What new ger- What new gen stuff do you like?
1: Besides DH, H- besides
0: DH. H- second. Oh, that's an awful rule. God, I hate that rule. It's how do you not like fourteen in games?
1: How about if I give you this? This one on second will start in the thirteenth.
0: Fourteenth. Fourteenth.
1: Fourteenth.
0: Mm. Rocket Tracers postpones on Saturday. Why? Weather issues. Ah.
1: You always gotta ask why, because, you know, you never know what it is now. Yeah, you never, you never know you're
0: right. Okay, anything else on, on baseball? No, it's just that Joe, this Herman thing might get out of control. The what? Hermont thing? This Hermont, yeah. I hope by the time we get back on the air Monday or Tuesday that he's gone. Really hope. Because there's just no reason to keep him. He's causing problems, he's dividing the locker room, players have to speak for him. This is a joke. It's it's kind of like Frazier a couple years ago, except he doesn't have this the, the amount of talent. Fra- Frazier's also matured a little bit. Yeah. All right. Uh let's talk about this this video that I saw on YouTube. And this is how this is how we're going to do this now because I we're going to talk about videos I see on YouTube now. But it was a baseball by fools video, great guy on on YouTube. And he put out a video on ways that he would fix baseball. And there were some ideas I liked, some I didn't like, but he brought up a good point Trevor that and it's not an, it's not a, a crazy, it's pretty it's pretty obvious that Baseball's in a bad spot right now, and they got to make some changes to combat it, get the younger generation in. And no, I'm not talking about Universal DH or Runner on 2nd. Those are both awful rules. But there are some major problems here. So, Trevor, right off the bat, your reaction to the video and, and the problems with baseball right now. And do, do you even think is,
1: there are problems? All I'll say is that don't let this guy run uh, make the rule change, because this guy will put the league broke. You don't like so. Him. No, I've no, I. No, first of all, I think this guy is a little bit off the locker to begin with. Uh, so, I wouldn't trust this guy, and I think he, you know, I think he's, I don't, know, he's someone <laughs> off the locker with this guy. But, you know, I don't. I do agree with him on some points. I don't think it's a dying sport.
0: I wrote down some some of his ideas. So let's 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 go through them. Number one, an eighteen-second pitch clock. Twenty seconds. Okay, okay, okay. Don't take the time out. Do you agree with a pitch clock? Yeah, I agree with the pitch clock because you need a a steady pace. You can't be having forty five seconds of downtime between each pitch. So, give me. I'll I'll take eighteen seconds. Give me twenty seconds. I thought eighteen was very nice. It's quick, but if you want to debate numbers, then we're gonna be here all day. So a pitch clock, we agree on. Now, what about moving the back, moving the mound back two feet? No. Why? Because the breaking balls will still break even more. But the... So, no, no, no. The pitches won't come in as hard. So which creates that, less exit velocity, puts more balls in play, and gets rid of the 3 outcome possibility of a strikeout, home run, or walk. Do not
1: move the mound back. There's other ways you can combat it. Don't okay, let, let's see
0: if back. there are other other ideas here. Enforce foreign substance, substance rules. So means no... Pine tar, no sunscreen, no rosin bag, idea uh, stuff like that, and this would decrease spin rate, putting more balls in play and get and uh, create less strikeouts. That's an asinine rule, right off. Why? The bat. Why? The, the rosin bag is fine,
1: and the pine tar is fine. Sunscreen... oh no, no, see, okay, no,
0: hold. This is my. This, here's the problem with this. You wouldn't put steroid guys in the Hall of Fame. You're gonna give an advantage to pitchers right now. The that batters
1: use pine tar
0: on the bat. It's not you. The bat does not. On the bottom of the bat too. It's not even on the bat. part of the bat hits the ball.
1: I, I don't think pine tar in the Raza bag affects the pitch that much. How? How? Because it doesn't.
0: You have you okay? I know you don't watch a lot of Trevor Bauer Trevor Bauer videos on YouTube, right? No. He has some very good work on this. Pine tar will increase the spin rate, which means the ball breaks more.
1: That is a. Asinine, oh come you on!
0: Ask? You won't put steroid guys in the Hall of Fame, but you want pitchers to cheat.
1: Where is it is cheating? You you are enhancing the ball. How about if I told you this? How about no pine tar, but a rosin bag? That's fine,
0: but you cannot um, use. It's not just pine tar. No sunscreen. No Vaseline. No other substance besides a rosin bag. Well,
1: no, first of all, first of all, Vaseline and sunscreen, I I disagree with. Uh, that, that, that should be outlawed. Um, pine tar, mm, that doesn't matter to me. Um, you can use it. If you're going to love pine tar, then let's rush steroids. That's only fair. How about this? How about this? How about, no, none of those three, but you can use pine tar. I mean, I'm sorry. Rosin bag. I'm sorry.
0: That's deal. I agree with you on there. Okay. Here's another one. Dejuice the baseball. That's already happened. I agree with it though. Two fielders on each side of the base, a.k.a. ban the shift.
1: That's a, another asinine rule. See, the shift.
0: I'm a little indifferent on it. I, I see both sides. I understand why... Shift. And I lean one way, I'll tell you in a second. I understand why you'd want to ban the shift to create more balls in play and... It's part of the game, but though. But you're taking the strategy out. You're taking the manager is manager's involvement in the game out. The manager tells players where to stand. So... I, I don't like that the other rule. Way,
1: beat the shift. Exactly. Put
0: the ball the other way. Exactly. I agree with you, so I do not agree on the two fielders on each side of second base. Thank God. All right. Another, another one, shorten the season to 140 games.
1: Uh, You know, if you told me 154, I would say that's fine.
0: I don't think 154 does much. It shortens by a week.
1: Uh, that, that You know, at least we could start in April, not March. That's my big thing. Oh, yeah.
0: these These March times stink. April first, no. not terrible. The second no. week of April will be nice, though. I agree with you on that. So I wouldn't be terrible with it. I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I, I would need to see like more teams and a realignment of the divisions maybe before I, before we do that. Another one is expanded playoffs only if the league is expanded. was his
1: remark. Nope.
0: Nope. nope, if the, nope. He's saying if the league goes to thirty-two teams, then you add two or three teams.
1: Uh, it doesn't matter if it goes to thirty-two teams. Still now, why? Teams. Why? Because it it takes the true amount of the playoffs. This is another okay.
0: like I'm more indifferent on too. If you put in thir- if you have thirty two teams, you need to have more than ten teams make the playoffs.
1: All right, then you know have have a you know have a playing game there for the wild card. How about there how about know. twelve teams instead of ten? Uh, you're pushing. You're pushing.
0: <laughs> That's still not. It's still not half the league at least.
1: I I like ten better, but you know.
0: Okay. All right. These are some listen. The the minor league ones... I, there's only a couple here that I really care about... Pay minor leaguers more... Whatever... Who cares... Yeah... Extra year of control after all-star break... Whatever... Service time... Starts when added to the 40-man roster... And you've seen this with Chris Bryant... The Yankees did it with Gleyber Torres a few years back... They will wait till that cutoff day at the end of April... To call up a player... Here's my stance on this... I do not think your service time should start... <clears throat> when you get to the 40-man roster... I think the minute you get called up to the major league roster... Your service time doesn't stop. I agree with that. You you agree with me or, or his thing? No, you. Okay. Uh, $210
1: million salary cap. First of all, he's wrong on this one. Why? He's absolutely No salary cap and no salary basement. You need a floor. You need a floor. I don't. Yes, you do. I don't. So, so... You're gonna, no, you don't need a floor because if you don't want to invest, oh, then you have God. a bad team. Then there you go. It's, that, but it's not credit. good
0: for growing the sport, dude. These kids from, kids in, in Baltimore right now don't know what it's like to have a good baseball team, and they, they won't for the next three or four years.
1: Yeah, well, storm, storm the owner's office then. And
0: safe. Realistically, you need to have, you need to put a product on the field. You can't have
1: mass tanking. Well, I want no salary basement, no salary cap. Here's another, know,
0: these are some. I I love them. It would never happen though. Free tickets on weekdays. Uh, I would never happen,
1: but it's it it makes sense. I disagree with that. Right. I think there should be there should be a cut in tickets, but not but not, not not um, you know, in uh, in you know, free tickets. They should cut the concession stands too. While at it.
0: I think we're biased because the Yankee Stadium chicken fingers are like $15. It's not like and that. It's not any- it- that good. It's not. It- but it's not like that anywhere else. I think you can't regulate prices, but you can cut them all together. You can say, all right, it costs money or we get to charge whatever we want. You cannot say you have to charge this this much. Now, the, the idea behind this is because fans are watching games on TV every more, uh, more often and people aren't going to the stadium. Now to get people in the stadium, sell for free. And he did say on weekdays, so on weekends you'd still pay. But it's a great idea to get fans in the stadium.
1: I would say, you know what? If you cut the ticket cost on the weekdays, I'll be okay.
0: Okay. And then one more thing. The off-season home run derby. I had no problem with it. That sounds fine. I'm totally against that too. Why?
1: What's, come wrong on. The, what's wrong with that? Home run derby in the offseason. Oh, come on.
0: It's just let to get money and let them play. play. It's it's an off-season thing.
1: Let Trevor, the kids have a break.
0: You, I don't, I don't know if you do. Have you ever watched ESPN in January?
1: Yeah.
0: I How much know. baseball do they talk in January? Well, first of all, they don't talk about baseball in the spring either, the, so. in, or in the summer. <laughs> but, so. but my po- really doesn't matter. My point is, it's it's a non-topic in the winter, unlike the NBA and the NFL and the NHL. Uh, not really the NHL, but those leagues which have their free agency as well in in the summertime the MLB could put in a home run derby to just get someone to talk about the sport a little
1: bit. I'm not a fan of it. You know, have free agency. That's what I like to do. Free agency sucks, though. MLB free agency sucks. Well, you know, that's part of the deal, you know.
0: See, Trevor, you're settling for this. You're settling for the sport as it is right now. Do you think there's a problem right now that that no one's watching the games? Is there a problem right now.
1: Uh, The sport isn't dying the way, like, they say it is. First of all. Okay. I th- I think well, you know. First of all, you know, I think ML.TV is a great thing. I have that. Yep. Yeah, you know, they should take away those blackout restrictions. I oh, that, that that was
0: one of the things here. I agree with you on that. They got to get rid of those.
1: Um, but you know, I just
0: I just actually renewed my subscription for this season. But um, I didn't get my email yet. I, I will be doing that when I get it.
1: Yeah, I think I got mine. Did I get mine uh, yesterday or the day before? I think I got whatever it is. I, they my subscription got. Uh, Renewed or it's going to be renewed. So. Do, they,
0: do they email you or do they do it automatically? I thought I had it on automatically, but sometimes I think I have to do it myself.
1: I mean, I do it, I, I've seen it both sometimes, but whatever it is, it's going to be... They said it's either going to be renewed or it has been renewed. So whatever
0: it. it is. I, there you go. It's a time of times. We're getting close.
1: So, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I just think that it's not a dying sport. It's just that, you know, maybe... You know, fans lose interest in the middle of the season, but I mm-hmm. don't think it's a dying sport the way they say it is.
0: Okay. Overall, what did you think of the video? Oh, I think the guys off the locker. there's <laughs> no question about that. <laughs> I kind of like it. But, think... think... but I think he did not make some fair points. Okay. Well, Trevor, you know what it's time for. It's my favorite time of the week. Actually, time...
1: well, you, got, you, got, you got a little bit more in We, we get a there, double too.
0: dip. So yeah. we get Trevor's it's – not, it's not actually Trevor's segment. It's a completely different segment. But it's the update from the carnival and the World's Richest Race this weekend. So we get a double dip with Trevor's horse talk, and I'm pumped up. So Trevor, as usual, I'll mute my mic. The show is yours. Have fun, man.
1: Well, thanks, dude, Joe. You know, Joe is probably off eating something right now, so he will uh, be doing that. So we had seven races. We had a bonus race this uh, Thursday, we started off with the new uh, Jaguar XF Handicap, so if you want to buy a Jaguar, it's time to do us now. Um, And Hypothetical won the uh, first race. And, you know, this is a uh, horse that was dropping in class last time, actually, a decent and uh, up, uh, upper uh, class. And now drops into a lower class. So it was a, uh, what I like to say, a, um, a sensible winner or makes sense, if you were looking. Our second race, we had the Group 2 Maidan Sprint. And that was run by Equilateral, who won a listed race earlier at the Carnivals. He's a two-for-two two winner at the corner on the uh, turf sprint. It could be on to the big turf sprint on Dubai World Cup night in about actually a month away. So we're getting getting close. Our third race we had the curling stakes on the dirt. Here you know, we were going back turf and dirt for the whole night. That was a mile and a quarter. Have the same distance for the uh around the same distance for the World Cup. And New Trails was our big winner. Uh actually. And he was a he was a bomb. He was around, you know, forty Twenty something, he like uh, he was twenty to one in the US and forty to one in the world. So that was a big bomb that came in. So, you know, that 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 shocked a lot of people. And Joe was laughing at some reason. I was re- I gotta text of someone, sorry. Uh so while Joe interrupts me rudely, as he does. That that's the fourth was the UAE Oaks and uh the horse that won was, you know, the the five horse, Mindseek, you know. This was a really nice horse. Uh it was second in the in the UAE one thousand comes back and he crushes this field. So this this looks like a uh, a serious horse. Our fifth race, we had the Zabil Mile on the turf again, obviously a mile. And uh uh du we won this race. Uh and this is a nice horse, you know he was second in a class like in a race like this last time. So obviously he made sense and you know this horse going forward he's gonna be a force to deal with in these races. Our sixth race, we had the Range Rover, another Group 2. This was a mile and an eighth on the turf. And Summer Romance uh, got the win. And this, man, this is another nice horse. You know, it's fifth in the Group 2. You know, he's coming from France to, uh, to the UAE. So, obviously, time off. You got to give him a break for that last story. But, you know, second up, he got a nice win. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll be going for He could be in a, on the World Cup uh, night as well. And the seventh race. We we had the uh Al Shingja stakes Group Three. Sorry for butchering the name, but you know, little little tough. And the one got our victory here for uh, for see on the dirt after you know Khan had a couple couple of nice dirt We're stepping up in class, but obviously he was ready for it. And uh, you know he takes the uh the last of the night as we move closer and closer to the World Cup. We got two more uh Carnival days Thursday, and we actually have one the following Saturday. That's our kind of our dress rehearsal for the World Cup mm-hmm. Super Saturday, and then, you know, three weeks later, we're about a month away, man. We are getting closer and closer to the World Cup night. And what about the, the race on the Saturday? Well, we got the richest race in the world. We have the second running of the Saudi Cup. $20 million on the line. Wow. So, uh, that, that, that that gets Joe's attention right there when he has $20 million. Hey, I'll, I'll run the race. Get me in there. <laughs> so, So, we have five U.S. horses uh, coming in. First of all, we actually have a total of – well, we have a total of actually 15 horses. Now, one is a reserve, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, one of the reserves did get in because one uh, scratched. So, uh, we did get in there. But I'll tell you, Joe, some of our U.S. jockeys could not get into Saudi Arabia for the big race. Why? So, because apparently you need to have a COVID-negative test within 72 hours, and apparently one got stopped in gutter and couldn't get it, because there's no direct place to Saudi Arabia. The other one got cancelled because of snow in the East Coast. <laughs> so, as we had. But, Joe, I will go through some of the uh, American horses mm-hmm. here, and then I'll tell you my, my pick for the uh, for the uh, big race. So, the favorite is the three here, Charlatan. He's a... Uh, he's technically four for four in his lifetime, but in one of those starts, though, let's just say that he was... I got a little help in one of those thoughts to just say about that. Okay. Um. Um. I think you know what that means, but um. Yes. Um. But you know, he came back off a big layoff and won at uh, in California. and Now ships to Saudi Arabia, so he deserves to be, I would say, the favorite. He's at seven to five morning line, and you would take so him. We'll um. You know, I, I'm gonna get to that point in a minute. Why I think the favorites could be a little bit vulnerable. So I'll get to that point Perfect. in a minute. Uh, we moved down. We got horses coming in from England, Japan. Uh, England again, England, Saudi Arabia. The eight is the other the second choice. Is another U.S. choice, Nick's Go, who won the Pegasus World Cup at Florida, and he, after after getting a new trainer, is four for four, oh, and
0: well. they're showing
1: a lot more speed. So you know, obviously the new trainer has done a good job. Nice. So you know, he's at five to two here. You know, I think he is. Uh, I would take him over the three very slightly. It's very close. Um. Then we have the nine max player. He's another the U.S. horse. He was actually fifth in the Preakness, and he hasn't raced since then. So a little bit of a breather for him. Obviously, you have to get a new jockey on that guy because the jockey could make it in. So mm-hmm. uh, the ten is coming in from Dubai. I actually, raced in the Carnival. So his name is uh, familiar. Okay. The is coming in from England. Twelve is once again. He's coming in from Bahrain. Actually, oh. um, the thirteen. Here, Sleepy Eyes Todd—that's his name, by the way. I'm not making it up. Um, <laughs> he was fourth in the Pegasus World Cup, but you know, he was closing in late. And you know, I, I think this horse makes a lot of sense. Uh, the 15, another U.S. horse, Tassodus, we'll take another jockey replacement. Was fourth in the Breeders' Cup Classic, which was a big race here. And mm-hmm. you know, you just can't seem to get that big win. You know, he's right, right there, but you can't get over the mountain. And then the 15 is from uh, England, and so that's that's the five Americans. So Joe, I'll tell you this. I think the favorites could be vulnerable because they both show speed. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens when, you know, e- humans or any animals, when two uh, horses go at it both for speed, cut cutthroat, you know what happens. They go get tired in the end. Yes, And that's what all humans, that happens too. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm taking a look at two horses. I think CPI is tied to getting my top pick. Uh, I just think because, you know, closing ground, if it's a fast pace, like it could be, I think it could be, you know, picking up the pieces late and uh, could be winning. So, th- so that's what I go with. I go with the uh, 13 that's my top choice. There you go. So that's this Saturday?
0: This Saturday, 1240 uh, Eastern Time. So you'll be watching that. And Trevor, good job on the horse talk today. Next Thursday we'll have more. Yeah. And Monday are our MLB offseason grades. So we'll do the other 28 teams on Monday. So stay tuned for that. And that's all we got. So Trevor, anything else?
1: That's it. Alright, so that's Trevor Markowski, I'm Joe Morales, this has been the MDM Podcast.